Okay, welcome to Chihuahua Bat 2.0, Surviving in the Classroom. I am Swan, and I am one of the original Chihuahua Bats. Uh, my partner in crime, Mala, who's spending the summers in Wisconsin. Uh, we don't like her anymore because we're in triple digits, and she's complaining about 80-degree weather. But anyway, she was with me on my first seven episodes. She'll join me again. Um, I am uh, also a 29-year veteran of the public classroom. I taught Spanish. I used to say on a good day. That's what I did for 29 years. Uh, retired in 2018, but I was really passionate about being a voice and an advocate for those still in the classroom, and I sometimes think that uh, because I'm not in the classroom, I might be more effective because, you know, there's just rules when you represent a district, so that's my hope. Um, so I wrote a book called Memoir of a Chihuahua Bat. Um, this highlights a five-year period of my teaching career where literally I found myself in what I call an unbelievable, chaotic teaching environment. Never dreamed I'd be standing in that environment, but I did. And so when it dawned on me that this was going to be my reality for an entire year or maybe longer, I realized I had a choice. I could either, you know, whine about it or I could step up and find a solution for success. And I did. Of course, I had the help of my crazy, you know, chai bat friend. Um, and so I like to think that when I hear teachers talking about, oh, I'm so challenged and I'm so stressed, I like to think, you know, maybe if you read my story, you'll feel a little bit better <laughs> about your situation. So I, I hope it can motivate teachers that there is light the end of the tunnel. So anyway, Memoir of a Chihuahua Bat, you can find it on Amazon or my webpage, chihuahuabat.com. So today, these next few, uh, or today, this particular episode, I'm going to kind of trace my journey in education, and I'm going back and connecting with people that I taught with along the way. And so my very special guest today, and I'm so excited, is Marie Marks. And Marie and I met in 1999, and we were just saying, oh, my God, that was like 20 years ago when she was my student teacher. So now she's very seasoned, very successful. So I'm, we're going to start with Marie. Where are you teaching now? Um, thank you for having me today. Oh, I really appreciate no you inviting me, and it's an honor to no, be here with you. My honor. <laughs> um, I am teaching at a small School. It's an all-girls school, sixth grade through twelfth grade. It's called Young Women's Leadership Academy, and it's it, that is exactly what it is too. Okay. So it was founded um, almost twenty-five years ago in Harlem for inner-city students to be um, on task, to be motivated, and to be able to be successful in college—not just graduate high school, but to be successful to later. Awesome. Right. And okay. So um, that is the driving force of the entire foundation and we have a local foundation we have a texas network and um yes I, so i'm at the san antonio young women's leadership academy and you've been there i've, I've just finished four years okay four yes years. Right. And the culture there, obviously, rigor and exactly. success. Exactly. And will be a contributing leader. Okay. So 
Class size, would you say? Class size depends on the class. If it's an upper level class, I've had them as small as five. Sure, right. But then, you know, a class everyone has to take, a lower level, over 30. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) It happens. Yeah, it does. Okay, and so are you, like, sponsoring anything? I do. I sponsor the Spanish Honor Society. When I arrived, um, there had never been a Spanish Honor Society at that school. So they just – we just – had 12 years. We just finished our 12th year of the campus after it being wow. established in San Antonio. Um, so no, they had never founded a Spanish Honor Society. Wow. So having done that before, not founding it, but being a member in high school. And then, you knew exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we founded do. it and I got all awesome. kinds of input from the girls and I wanted them to have a say. So they, they voted on what name we were going to have for the Honor Society. And then, um, yes. So, we are named after the first female president of Chile, Michelle Bachelet. That is our chapter name. Yeah. And the girls thought that was just inspiring wow. for them. Good. Because those are the kind of women they want to be. Wow. Okay. And so you were sharing with me earlier about uh, your graduation rate, like this year, your 45 seniors. Yes, we have 100% graduation and 100% admission to college. So everyone, and well, yes, <laughs> we are very hardcore, um, very extra, <laughs> but we love it so much. The students, as much as the teachers, they make us better teachers because they have higher standards for us. I, I think that's true in education. Yes. Students make you better. Yes. I, I believe that. Wow. Um, I, best decision of my life was when I got recruited to go there. I spent 16 years at Reagan High School when we were together and then got recruited and turned my world upside down. It does, doesn't it? Yes, (laughs) absolutely. What am I doing now? (laughs) But you know what? I talked to God about it and God said, and I talked to you and some other mentors and you were like, go for it. And you do. Thank you for that. Oh, no, no, you're welcome. And I, I know, and I think in education, we're so challenged and all kinds of things get thrown at us and we come home and we're just like beaten. But in all reality, it's the challenge that makes you better. Yes. If you can step away and look at it, you know, nobody really says, oh, please. But I mean, I find that that's really what makes me better if mm-hmm. I step up to a challenge. And trying new things. Absolutely. And I am not the teacher, and I know you are not the teacher either, who pulls out the worksheets from last school year no. and does the exact same photocopies. No. I can't do that because I get so bored. And if yeah. I'm bored, the students are for sure bored. You know what I mean? And I, my aha after all these years was, because when I was, you know, a student, I I thought, oh, how nice. And I saw teachers go to the filing cabinet and pull out and give it to you, right? So that was my concept. And then when I started teaching, I was like, it, it never dawned on me that I wouldn't be able to do the same thing over and over again. But And thank God, because, and even from class to class sometimes, you know, my whole thing was yes. I was forever tweaking no matter yes. every unit I did. And, and, and then I, you know, but I actually spoke to some people who said, oh, I don't do that. And I was like... But how can you not? I mean, how can how can you make it work the same way every year? Then you have yeah. no differentiation for nothing. the students in your front of you I, for technology advancements. I There's nothing. Nothing. I couldn't even picture what that yeah. would be like. So yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Okay, so let's walk back to 1999, Ronald Reagan High School. It's it's opening. Um, I was recruited. They were already in the middle of in service and I walked in literally and I had a, a room with desk and chairs, a nice room. It was a big modern campus set on 85 acres. It was built like a mall, huge. Um, 
but I mean, I was using like boxes for my uh, to put my like my overhead on. I mean, I just didn't yes. have anything. And Super school, basic. I remember yeah, there were no shelves even in the classroom. Nothing. No bookshelves. And the problem was, they thought they were going to open with fourteen hundred kids. And by the time I got there, they opened with 1,800. And by the second or third day of school, they were up to 2,200. So it was growing so fast that, you know, poor Mr. Hannon, he was the principal Mm -hmm. at the time. I don't think he could even catch his breath. I remember. Yes. Yes. Remember that. And I remember, like, in two years, we already had 3,500. We had to cap it. And Mm -hmm. the plan was to cap it in five or six years. So that area took off. So here we are in 1999. And you show up, you're my Spanish teacher. At that time, we're on an AV block. Mm -hmm. We're running about, what, 90 minutes. And um, so you were with me on, you know, every other day because you were also worked with another teacher, which I thought was cool on the block. You could work with two different teachers and you could see two different styles, two different levels, whatever. All right. So can you remember when you walked in, you know, and you were, you know, a brand new student teacher? Because I can remember you were like, I don't think the kids like me, you know. There was this, you know. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah. Go ahead. it's very weird because I am naturally an introvert and I don't like to stand out. And my entire student teaching experience and my first year of teaching I was nervous all the time and just like I would get well. red and blotchy and I had armpit would sweat. sweat? And I would too. I know. I was the like, same way. What? And it took me a couple of years, really my second year as a teacher, a full-time teacher, I was it's totally so different than my first year. Yeah. And during student teaching, I was like following your lead and following you the other teacher's lead. And yeah. okay, so these are habits well, you had that the students have already. You as well, right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And writing the lesson plans. Oh, and yeah. You're kind of afraid producing. to step out of that box, you know. It, especially when they would come and visit yeah. and you're not sure what they want to see, especially right. as we were in a high school setting and yes. the person observing me had an elementary background. I <laughs> thought we were going to do elementary projects. And we didn't do that. And I can remember we were discussing, they. it was the time when they wanted um, like a little sort of a, sort of a, a hook. Like, Yes. yes, they kind of wanted a hook, and we were you were trying to find the one kid who would just. I think you said, "Hey, so and so, stand up," and he did. He played <laughs> along. Do you remember that? Yes. But I was just. We were doing I, commands. We, we were teaching were, the students commands. I know. I remember. I remember going home, and it was like having a child getting their first injection. Because for me, as your you know cooperating teacher, I was a nervous wreck. I was like, I wish it was me. It's it's terrible because I yes. I know what it's like to stand there. And people were watching you, and you don't know if the plan's going to work. And and what they don't tell you is it's really kind of okay if the plan doesn't work. No, but nobody but expects that. that. No. <laughs> and so I can remember, I was a nervous wreck. I was just like, oh, my baby's getting <laughs> That is so, hilarious. And I have felt that since then because I have had student teachers. say, so you know you just worry for them. Yes. You do. Yes. And I so yeah. want to interject, but I know I shouldn't. And it's really hard. And yeah, you, you give a look to the students and pay attention over there. Oh, exactly. I'd be watching. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yes. All right. So then from there, of course, you were awesome and you were a success, even though you may not have felt like that because they, they knew early on they were going to offer you a position. It's actually it's a funny story because yeah. the high school I went to yes 
in the district. When this school opened, <laughs> right, when our high school opened where we worked, yes. um, about half of the students came from the high school I went to. Exactly. And so Mr. Hannon, the principal, yes. was my vice, vice principal, principal in high school. Near you, yes. <laughs> yes. So, so I, yeah. I taught with former colleagues and very weird to call them by their first name. Wasn't um, it? <laughs> yes. I, some of them, until they I retired, know. I couldn't call her Elaine, you know. I know, just, I know. Because, because she was my English teacher. <laughs> Yes, yes. Even still, he is Senor Glaze to me forever. Yes, he is. Oh, I forgot the question. (laughs) No, no, no. So, you know, I was just thinking back. And then, um, so then you ended up teaching, I think you had Spanish 1, Spanish 2. But I was, yeah, I was going to take you back to, do you remember when they created a special class (laughs) for some little stars that just at that time we're not really succeeding and in a regular classroom in a regular classroom and so the whole point was sort of design I remember we had a lot of what was it word bank kind of opportunities for these kiddos because that's kind of where they were and we were really fortunate and the students I think were really fortunate to have that scenario I think so. where it was just like a special section. I taught one section and I had one. You taught the other section. We yes. Did. Yes. And so it was smaller. It was about yeah. half the size of a regular it class. Was. I think 15, 16 but students. It was still called Spanish one. I exactly. Think. It yes. was Spanish one we or Spanish two. And yes. these students were kind of handpicked because they were. they were struggling and they needed extra attention. They did. And I really love that at a school over four thousand students that they were willing to, to do, do that. that. Exactly. And I think about those students all the and time we still. be doing that. Uh-huh. We really Absolutely. Should. Yeah. Absolutely. With small group work and right. in another language. It, yeah. Some of those students d- just yeah. blossomed because they didn't get it yes. left on the wayside. Right. And in and, and huge schools like that, they can fall through the cracks easily. And when yes. classes are larger, you can, honestly, I can remember, you can, the three or four in the back, you can kind of ignore them. For I mean, honestly, yes. especially if you've got a distraction over here. Yes, so you that have to cool make thing. a habit to make sure that everyone speaks yes. and participates every day. Yeah, and that sounds easy, but that's no. not a, it's not an easy <laughs> no, no, in a 90-minute class, it's a challenge, but a 50-minute oh, class. I used to have at least 15 activities listed. I might get through 10, but you know, maybe exactly people, same, same, but I mean, the people would go, I'm just going to do these three things. And I thought, well, I don't know. I, mean, I teach freshmen and I'm not babysitting them for 30 minutes. They're going to be busy. So that was that lesson there. Um, and so then, so you started teaching and really you just soared and took off because uh, do you remember you started sponsoring different things? Do you remember the, um, the drive where we did the Bonito? The oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. this was inspired by the song um, Bonito oh, by Jorge uh, de Palo. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. the video was just it was awesome groundbreaking too. at that time. Yeah, it was. it was. The students loved, loved it. that song. They yes, wanted to sing we it. We made Bonito shirts sure. just, just like in that. the video. Yeah, I still have <laughs> mine. <laughs> when, yeah. Last time I moved, I found it. I said, oh my gosh, I should put this in a quilt. You should. <laughs> I should have all my but special I, teaching shirts. I thought in it was a just a cool sentiment. You know, I've yes. been in that huge school that we were taking the word bonito mm-hmm. and applying it to everything as, you know, bonito. Even when I finished my last eight years in my little bitty school district, I played that song as well. My kids knew it 
by heart. So they yes. love the Lolita song. So I thought that was really cool. All right. And it's a good message for students. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and so uh, well, I used a lot of music, but anyway, yeah, I Same. loved um, uh, Pitbull, but sometimes, you know, his lyrics were a little right. controversial. So right. Wait, I can edit that out. They go, Miss, I think a word's missing. Really? Huh. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Why is there a gap right now? I don't well, know. you know how they have the instrumental version and the non. It's just that. So they, yes. they believe me for a few years and then they caught on. They're like, what? Yeah. This is the clean version. <laughs> yeah, really the clean version. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember my what? first year or my second, my first okay. year teaching, you were yes. still working in the department, of course, and you used, will the real Slim Shady please stand up <laughs> to teach students? They were so excited. Oh, yes. They just erupted and they were like, I can make this command. I can exactly. do this. And do you remember that? they remember it forever. I know. I will remember it forever. And no, they do too. Stand up. I've forgotten all about that. Wow. Yeah, I, I've done a lot of crazy things while I was gone. That's what it takes. It is. Yeah. They don't know is. what we're going to say or do. Yeah. Yeah. No holds barred. We could do anything. Exactly. And, and when I started down that path, my path, like 1993, that was not happening. And so, yeah, I had some administrators, and I can understand their path was so different. They didn't even take foreign language. They really did not know what to do mm-hmm. with me or, or my, you know, crazy partner in crime. And so we really had, you know, to fight that battle. Of course, years later, they were like, oh, you guys, you know, you really did know what you <laughs> Exactly. Funny. Wow, you've been yeah. doing PSYOP all this time. And yeah. You've been helping yeah. students, you know, sheltered instruction for students yes. of another language. Oh, wow, you've been doing that every day of your life just with Spanish. Yes. Think about it. You know, the kids were up and la- using the language and that was noisy. And this was at a time when I guess the perception was kids were in just their orderly mm-hmm. with their low pants. You know, I guess translating. I don't know. Oh. So anyway, all right. So then you went there, and then of course I um, left in 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband accepted a position out of state, and um, and actually before that, I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, you know, our foreign director of foreign language, of course, left her position, and mm-hmm. they had come to me. And they wanted me to take it over and still teach. Oh, so they. Mm-hmm. I'm they, so glad you didn't. Well, this was my decision, and they wanted me like I would be like the director for like three days a week, and we were still on the AB block then. And then I guess two days a week I would have classes. Mm-hmm. And I remember going home thinking, you know, because I they pile stuff on you, as you know, because you stepped into that position as well. And, you yes. know, you the plate never it. gets smaller. It no. never gets bigger, but more things just get and on the plate. My whole goal was to protect my teachers. I was going to be the one that took everything, take the barriers away, leave them alone or let them teach because, oh, my gosh, that's the most important job. And you know how everything falls on the teacher. And so mine was, no, I'll go to that meeting. I'll be at the D.A.R.E. meeting. I'll be here. I'll be that. I'll write the lesson plans of how we incorporate drug. I was like, please don't ask my teachers to do that. And so, you know, and then I woke up one day and it was just like, oh, well, you know, how about this? And they said, we want you to, you know, take Miss Kay's place. And I was like, so how is that going to work? And and they talked about it. And I went home and I told my husband, I said, I don't, I don't know that I can do that. 
or do it well. That was my thing. That I is, it, you could have it, but killed yourself but and I don't had think no I family life. Done it well, mm-hmm. and I thought, good lord. And so, you know, I guess the blessing was anyway. My husband, you know, accepted position, and we were transferred. So I didn't have to go. You know, I was real conflicted. Do I say no to this because I don't want to act like I don't support the district? Do I say yes and kill myself? So you know. That was the thing. So I guess a blessing that we ended up being transferred. So so I leave, right? And then a few years later, mm-hmm. you become the department chair yes, of foreign language. Yes. yes. And we added other languages. We had we Japanese did. and Chinese and sign language. And there were right. 16, 17 people in the department. I knew that. It got God huge. It did. Yeah. When <laughs> I started, there were maybe, what, nine or ten of us. And then when I left, there were Oh, it was really small. We all, yeah. I fit around a round table for lunch. <laughs> we did. I 15 when I left. And then I think, good God bless you, you had 17 and eight yep. different languages. And I don't, I don't know how you did it. And I'm sure the meetings were just as demanding. Yes. Yes. And, then, you know, it depends on the leadership of the campus. Um, yeah, leadership <laughs> the leadership of the campus can it make is. your life as a teacher leader easier or, or harder. harder. Exactly. Um, you I know, been that. there, done that. Been there, done that. Yeah. And when they make your job, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, a, and there's not a when lot you're a you team, instead of feeling like you're in a struggle, it's much happier. It is. <laughs> as a team. And it so is. you've been right. in both situations. And right. that is something that I really like about where I am now. Good. And the yeah. we just all are on the same team. And like we call it mm-hmm. Team YWLA, and we have the YWLA way. And. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're, it's really important that we mentor new teachers and oh teachers even with God. a lot of experience that are what? new to this campus because our be way is different. different. Absolutely. I think everybody needs a mentor. I just mm-hmm. do along the way. Wow. Okay, so um, obviously uh, this school year is going to be a little bit different. So, in fact, you're already in, in service. You have already am. started yes. Lucky Duck. <laughs> and so um, your school will open? Well, there is, uh, they're not sure. Yes. Uh, the original calendar was for us to, for the students to come back on August 10th. Okay. But at my campus, we do extra things. So we have an academic camp. Um, right. Before that, sure. <laughs> so <Sure. laughs> traditionally teachers have staff development the week before students come, right. and we do that because it has to be with the district schedule, sure. but the week before that is our academic camp, okay. and so we have, um, our students have summer homework for all their classes, of course. sixth grade and through twelfth grade, yes, and so <laughs> we assign summer homework, and this year it's all online through Google Classroom, right. and okay. um, I thank God that I already knew how you to had do that. all that. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of teachers went home from spring break and really turned on a dime. They had three or four days yes. to say, oh, my gosh, this is what school's going to look like. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So are your students or families given a choice to work online? They will. Yes. So you may have some. Right. They will have a choice. Um, okay. The superintendent had a meeting the other night and right. he said that, unfortunately, um, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we don't know how many people are going to want to be at school. And so there may be some leveling issues when because okay. this school, we're a magnet school. So I sure. anticipate that more students will want to come in person. I think so. Um, yeah. But if he says, nope, it's capped in person. So now your options are online right. or go to a different campus. Yeah. How many people who have 
applied and done interviews and done admissions testing and they are on the team for our campus are they going to want to go to some other school no no so so. we don't know what that's going to look like and And the board is going to vote um on monday if we are going to push back our first day of school to the 17th and he has already said the first three weeks until labor day everything's online no matter what okay everything's online well, I have to say, because I've been talking to people in different districts, and this is the same dialogue. They're not really sure. They are offering both formats and even Well, that came from TEA. They have to. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and the nice thing was, because I thought, oh, my gosh, once people get comfortable, then they're going to start sending kids to school. But fortunately, I think it has to be at the beginning of a grading period, because otherwise, yes. you, you know, today, here's two more. Oh, here's three more. There would be chaos, you know, for several right. weeks. Yeah. So and at a regular campus, I can't even imagine because even for a grading period, and parents can change their mind every grading period. Absolutely. And this grading period, they're going to be home and then they go to school. And then, so, and I feel terrible because so many families, parents have to go to work. They do. And they especially can't monitor in their children. the yeah. inner city schools where we are, yeah. they, they have to go to school they because right. one, they need the nutrition. They do. They need the breakfast and lunch. They need the guidance. They need the socialization. Um, it has blown me away how much domestic models. violence has gone up since oh. the quarantine. And that those are things I worry about all the time. And, you know, I teach all these little girls and I don't want some uncle doing something. Yeah, and they're in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, I support teachers about that. Yes. Stories. And I don't know how some of these kids actually made it to school every day and did their work. Yes. They were my heroes. I mean, I would listen mm-hmm. to their stories and I would be, you're kidding me. And they go, no. You know, I can't tell you how many, you know, I went and bought clothes for them and food, you name it, fed them. And I wouldn't, we kept it, you know, real. Oh, yes, yes. We called it my pantry. I have a pantry and a file cabinet. And uh, Miss Marks, do you have have any food? Do you have any? Yes, Yes. here, have some almonds. It's here, have some. Stories are just heartbreaking. And I I don't think a lot of people realize the stories. And you can't say no. No. uh -uh. Because this poor child is. 95 pounds in front of you. Well, and they can't control their life. They're at an age where they can't make the decisions. And so I always said I could never punish a child for something they could not control. Exactly. You know what I mean? What can a 14, they can't, you know, get themselves out. All right. All right. So a new teacher, God bless them this year. What advice would you Um, uh, give them? Be flexible. Okay. Have a super open mind. Yes. Please know, even if you did student teaching or did not do student teaching, teaching. or you only did half your student teaching <laughs> in the spring, it's okay. Um, it's not going to be like that, right. and that's okay. Yes. Um, please talk to your principal and the campus leadership about getting a mentor, even if they don't, if they're not on your team or teach the same thing or the same grade yeah, level. It's somebody who is going to have the compassion and. Right spend the time with you absolutely so really having a teacher mentor like you did for me and i remember we sat down a lot of times and we're like well this did not (laughs) yeah what are we gonna do different but that's the way Mm -hmm. it has to go you don't realize that yeah but a lot of teacher mentors just decide to do it because oh i'm gonna get a stipend or it looks good on my resume yeah and i used to see them go oh here i bought you these posters and then they never see them again exactly exactly heartbreaking yeah you do need someone to kind of help you through the tricks of the trade yes and, and somebody uh, who's not going to roll their eyes when you walk in oh my and, God. yes i know and yeah. you're going to need it more than one year oh, yeah 
you need a mentor for like five years. years at least. <laughs> it takes that long. Yeah. Wow. Bless and after I just finished 20 years, I still ask for advice from other teachers, teachers of other subjects and Absolutely. hey, I'm encountering such and such. What do you think? And they give me their I point of view from other subjects. See, I learned so much, you know, reference the breakfast club. This was a group of just rowdy colleagues and they all taught different things. But I learned so much from yes. them, you know, and I yeah. thought how stagnant would it be, you know, if you just stayed, in, you know, in your little world. I mm-hmm. also think people, when they feel insecure, they don't feel like they're being successful. They have a tendency to retreat. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the worst thing you can do. I get If it. you need help, yes, because yes. a lot of people don't, don't want to admit and that they, they need the help. Yeah, and they don't feel comfortable asking. And I get that because I was that way a little bit myself. And then I realized, you know what? There's no shame. No, no, no shame. Not we have anymore. all been there. Wow. We've all been there. Wow. And that's it's funny. My mom is a nurse, and they always say nurses and teachers are like – the worst profession because it's like they devour their young and they just leave them out hanging. <laughs> and it shouldn't be like that. We yeah, should be a community and supporting each other. Well, you no. know, I'm on the mentoring team. <laughs> yes, I do know that. You should it's, be. Yeah. I, I yes. get bored too, and I have to try new things and get new challenges. You do, and don't you? Yes. Yeah. So, yes, I sit on the mentoring committee of our campus oh, and cool, mentor wow. new teachers. Cool. Our campus is really cool. We have 30 teachers, maybe. Wow. There's about 450 students. Wow. And I, when I came, I was the Spanish teacher. Okay. I taught Spanish one through five. Good all Lord. the breath. And I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Well, at yeah. Reagan, I had over the years yeah. had them at different times. Yes, but then I okay, I have five preps, yeah. <laughs> and that would be great. <laughs> so do you have another colleague that teaches? Language? I do now. Good. Yes, so um, our program has grown so oh, much, and. Good. Um, we had to limit it. Unfortunately, the district wouldn't give us another allocation for a long time. And um, but now I have another Spanish teacher, and she has some experience too. And she's not a brand brand new teacher. She oh, cool. has about five years, good, good. and she teaches Spanish one and two, and I teach three, four, five. <laughs> well, it's a difference. Yeah. You remember I was getting my master's degree yeah, when you were leaving yes. Reagan. Yes. I had done my coursework, but I had to write yeah. my thesis still. And so I finished yeah. the thesis in 2007 and got the master's degree. And then I could teach dual credit and I could teach the higher right. levels and I could teach. Yes, that opens up lots of doors for you. Um, so yes. she doesn't yes. have that same experience. So yeah. it, right. logically, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you would be my pick anyway. So, <laughs> well, I do love it. They, well, my yeah. Spanish literature you class is, love I love it so much because it's a history <laughs> class at the same time. It is, isn't it? And they, oh my gosh, the students get so excited because I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, like, and then, then the emperor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yes. Wow. And I really do. I bring in, oh my gosh, the, some trap yes. videos, like. Yeah, I got some funny trap videos about like oh. the Spanish monarchs and the oh, <laughs> different cool. things going on. One about Christopher Columbus, and it's hilarious. Cool. It and the students love that because they're like, oh, Miss March, what are you doing? What are you yeah. showing us? <laughs> Listen to the history here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like that other stuff. <laughs> cool. But it really is excellent history. It's just a cool. beat that they like. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. Yes. So, so well, be yeah. creative for new teachers. Yes. Have yeah. an open mind. Absolutely. 
do not be afraid to ask questions. And seriously, go to your principal, go to your mentor, go to your department head and ask questions. Join some t-shirt organizations as well. Um, There's some really cool Facebook groups and on Twitter. Um, No matter what you're teaching, you can find a group for you. Yeah, (laughs) And there it's kind of anonymous and you can just ask crazy questions. Do that. Please don't be afraid to do that. And I think that you're going to have days where lessons just don't work. You, you know what I mean? Yes. Or maybe it's a particular class and, and don't beat yourself up. That is okay. That is part of the yes. process. Yes. Now, if it happens over and over, you know, maybe we need to regroup. But, you know, I don't, I just don't think they should beat themselves up. You know, oh, no, no, that. nobody's going to get not right. To, you know, you go home and go, well, I wasted all that. <laughs> you know, but, right. Yeah. And the planning so, time and the yeah, executing time and then the, yeah. I do right. keep a journal your first year. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah. And write down yeah. in the moment what went well, what didn't go well, um, the sparks that you see from students, and that how you felt. Invaluable, right? Yeah, keep a journal. I think that's a really good. A that helped me. Well, that's a good my idea. first year. Did you do that on your own, or did somebody suggest? Um, Inmar actually suggested. That's it. what I thought. Yeah, you were suggesting. <laughs> Wow. And she bought me a little journal. Oh, how sweet that (laughs) sounds like her. All right. Well, I want to say you are doing so well. I'm so very proud of you. I had a good teacher. Oh, thank you. Nah, you were a good student. You made me better, honestly. You did. That's the goal for all of us. That I am a lifelong learner, just like you are. And let's try something new. Podcasting, right? (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) No, I agree. So I really want to thank you for being my guest today. It was an honor. It was kind of fun walking down uh, memory lane. And uh, I want to thank my listeners today. And if you have any questions at all, you can message me through Podbeam or. My webpage, chihuahuabat.com. So I'm going to say adios to Marie Marks and, as always, dare to be a Chihuahua Bat.